0: What's up guys? Welcome back to Select View Podcast. Today we are gonna be going over Walter's journey and all of the steps and trials and tribulations that got him to the point that we're
1: at today. Well, I appreciate that introduction, right? It sounded like the most forced Yeah, it was it was good introduction ever, right? So, but that's the beauty of this, right? Yeah. It's going to be eventually a live podcast right. where we just literally say the most random stuff ever. Right. Right? Can't wait. So we got this, pro- we got this producer Friday who's mm-hmm. had his mic on set up, doesn't put his cable on, so yeah. he, he can't He's even chime time. in. He's scared. Like, he can't even do ad libs, right? So it's yeah. like, this is the most raw podcast you're going to r- walk into, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to walk into it or if you're going to listen to it, mm-hmm. but something's going to happen. Right. Right. So let's strap in. Strap yeah. in. Enjoy the ride? Of course. Right? It's a, it's a great journey. Absolutely. So you brought up my journey. on Your work.
0: journey. And what I mean by that is, you know, where we got to the point we're at now, which is a successful spray foam insulation company, insulation in general. And uh, so once you got past the point of, you know, normal menial jobs, where did this path start to get to this point?
1: You know, I just, uh, I fell into it because I was trying to raise a family, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a struggle out there to make a living. Mm-hmm. Um, family of, of two at the time, right? Then three, then four, right? So I was working two jobs, 80 hours a week. And I needed to find something that I can have one job, have mm-hmm. a little bit more time, right? So I, I was working at this like telemarketing firm right doing 900 collect calls like was that Aries
0: that was that? That, that, that was a, place that was that stuff? was
1: ages ages That's so it ages means. telemarketing right so yeah. I go in there and I'm like doing direct tv type stuff and they're like oh you did pretty good why don't you go to 900 collect calls I'm like 900 you talking about like the stuff in the back of a dirty the, magazine the dirty numbers yeah and I'm like I'm in yeah. right I'm like this gotta be good because these people are weird you know, so they're calling in. They're like,
0: they're trying to dispute their bills. Yeah, so Did that, you get like slimy dudes. Dude, I get I
1: get guys that had like two or three thousand dollar bills. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's like thirty minutes. Like, yeah. what were you doing, right? Yeah, it's like one ninety nine a minute. Yeah, dude, it's it's it actually was like I think it was like ten or twelve dollars a minute. Wow. Right, and people would call in, and mm-hmm. so they call in and be like I got this bill. I didn't make these these phone calls. I think my phone was like you know, jacked or hijacked or like, of course. you know, they're like, somebody must have jacked it, stuck into my cable box. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> you know, like, what do I do about that? Yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to dispute it. I don't think I have to pay the bill. I said, if you can prove that that didn't happen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I hope you out. And uh, that, you're
0: like, this isn't it. No, nah, that wasn't it.
1: it. And so like, I'm sitting there like, in between nine hundred dispute calls, cause it really wasn't that busy. There's not a lot of people disputing those calls because they're afraid to call in and talk yeah, about it, right? It's kind of embarrassing. So they just pay that high dollar bill for nothing. Yeah. And so I'm yeah. sitting there doing pipe cleaning like animals with the with the, the older ladies there that do like crocheting. They taught mm-hmm. me all kinds of like home ec style stuff. And this guy comes in and he's like, dude, he's like, My day job is installation. He's like easy money. Oh, like, okay sales or I mean it was no nah, he was installing fiberglass baths installed. yeah so he's not he was, easy money well he made it sound easy right right joke was on me yeah so I'm like sign me up that means I can get one job not two jobs because mm-hmm. I was doing ages and working in a, and cleaning a grocery store right so it was like three hours in between to sleep and so uh, I went and applied did that for I don't know six seven months and uh the manager over there he saw some potential so he's like dude I need a production manager. So he promoted me up and so I was doing a little bit of labor, but doing mostly production management. Okay. That's what really catapults me into the insulation industry, you know, and it's like one thing after the next led me into growing in the industry mm-hmm. to the point where you kind of get stuck. Right. It's one of those industries where it's like. Well, it,
0: when you get good at something too, you feel like, I guess I just got to invest more time into it. Right. You know, when it, it shows promise.
1: Well, it, once you kind of get in the rhythm of something that it's not your dream but you get good at mm-hmm. you kind of just run with it yeah and I I just kept trying my my damnness to do better and better and better right you know because that that constant thing that's ingrained in me to, to work as hard as humanly possible like it's the company's me right mm-hmm. it's my company you know I'm just an employee I'm just a number yeah but I would continue to work my butt off and to the point where I got promoted, Promoted, motive. Next thing I know, I'm in Texas at a GM. And so, you know, I, I went through the process of, you know, starting companies for people. I went through, you know, being sales for people, production management for people. And it got to the point where I was like, you know what, if I'm going to work this hard and not feel like they appreciate me and I'm being, you know, paid well, but I felt like my value wasn't quite there, mm-hmm. like for what I was getting, for what I was putting in Yeah. I was like, my wife, she she came to me and she's like, "Why don't you start a spray foam company?" It's like she's like, "You're good at it. You've been successful with it for everybody else. Why don't you do it for yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, if that's truly what you want to do." And I said, "It's not really what I want to do, but it's what I'm good at." Yeah. So I've always had kind of an, a entrepreneurial like mindset per se. Right.
0: I mean, you had started other companies before starting a spray foam. Uh,
1: Yeah. So, you know, while working in the spray foam industry, I mean, I had a roofing company. Mm -hmm. Um, We even did like mobile services for the spray foam industry, like fixing equipment, selling parts. Um, So I dabbled in some stuff. Right. And even to your your low grade, like buying stuff off Craigslist and throwing some rims on it or fixing a boat up and selling it, like whatever it took to put money in the bank to pay the bills is what I did. So I was always looking for something, you know, a little quick flip or right. a side hustle. And so uh, push came to shove. My, my wife decided to go to work. She a stay-at-home wife, stay-at-home mom. Um, she, she stayed home for 12 years. And um, we always wanted her to be home, mm-hmm. but it was she decided that she would go to work and become a nurse. That way she makes decent money um, and allowed me to kind of follow my entrepreneurial dream. And so since I was already good at doing what I did, uh, insulation just made the most sense. Mm. And it's kind of it's what catapulted me into being a spray foam owner. Right. Insulation company owner.
0: Now, I was right there with you. So I remember that point in time in your life when it was like, let's you know, scrounge together the money. Let's take a leap of faith and see if this works. Right. What, what were your fears at that time? I mean, you have to, you're, you're putting all your savings into it and you really don't know it's, it's unsafe.
1: It's, it's a great question, right? Cause mm-hmm. when, when you've hustled so hard and worked so hard for yourself and everybody else along the way, you actually don't feel fulfilled, mm-hmm. but, but most probably don't believe in yourself. Right. Right. I had 10 people in my corner saying, yeah, you got this, you got this. You know, I even had my best friend, Greg. He's like, dude, I'll make sure you got Whataburger. I'll make sure your family always has food. The essentials. Right? You know, I had people, you know, say, hey, you want me to invest? I'll invest Mm -hmm. now because I believe in you. And I'm like. Yeah, I remember that. And
0: that would have been the easy out. Why did you not take investments in the beginning when you were so scared of it failing?
1: Because I I looked at it as uh, not not so much not wanting partners or anything like that. But if I was going to fail, I wanted to fail on my own. You know what I mean? I didn't want a handout. Mm-hmm. I've never had a handout my whole life. I've always tried to work for what I've got. Right. And I felt like they believed in me enough to put the money up, and I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a good friend who helped me put the equipment together. Um. So that did save a little bit of upfront cost because being in the spray foam business is not cheap. You know. Now and then, you know back when I started it, you're talking forty, fifty thousand dollars for a spray foam rig. Now it's it's a hundred minimum. Yeah. You know, it's a hundred to 200 to 250. It doesn't, it depends on how you build it, but it's like, gets more and more aggressive. Right. So I get into this and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm psyching myself out. So I'm, I'm scared. Right. Cause I'm not so much scared to fail. Cause I'm like, I went into this debt free. Right. But I felt like I was failing. If I failed, I failed everybody around me who believed in me. Yeah. But I, I didn't care about if I failed for myself. And I think that was one of the worst feelings is going into it, and and a lot of people around me and, I, and you you know you can speak on it yourself, but I feel like everybody believed in me, but kind of like thought that I believed in myself too, because I kind of naturally just ran with it. Yeah, but it—I never did. Yeah, that's your kind of
0: per you're, That's your personality. Is that you're gonna you go balls deep and just <laughs> figure it out.
1: Uh, you know, and there's a, but there's a lesson in that, right? Yeah. People will historically, right, just jump into shit. They'll jump in, be like, you know what, I want to be a photographer. I wanna, I wanna be a painter. I wanna be, you know, just anything. on manure, and they just jump in feet first. You know, a lot of them will like get get a massive debt, right? Let me buy this ten thousand dollar camera, right? Let me, I'm gonna shoot this. I'm like twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars a week. Right, they jump all in, but then they never believe in themselves. Right, and then some of them don't even have people behind them pushing them. Like, yeah, you can do that. I had a cheerleading squad behind
0: me, and I still didn't believe in myself. I think that really makes all the difference, though, because everyone has you know dreams, and they might start them, but then you get a point where you're you're discouraged, and you feel like I don't want to put any more effort into this because I don't see it ever becoming something. Right, and what makes a difference is the people who overcome that those thoughts and that point in time. To it sucks right now. You know, I remember a point in time where, where you were you were driving it, you were spraying it, and it's just what you had to do.
1: And, and that's the thing. So when I went into it, um, dude, my support system at home was what mattered. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've never, I, dude, I didn't give her enough credit just being a stay-at-home mom, yeah, and wife. But, dude, being a nurse and then dealing with the kids at home and cooking dinner and cleaning and doing all that stuff, you know, and it's like I used to be like, oh, it's only three days a week, right? You're working, you know, 36 hours. I do that in two days. 12-hour shifts. Right. And it's like, you know. Overnight, too. Exactly. But meantime, I'm out there hustling, Mm -hmm. working, you know, say 5 a.m. until sometimes 10 o'clock at night, right? And – a lot of times we were like two trains a night, man, passing. She, she'd go off to work because she'd wear nights, right? Yeah. And I, I never took like. into account like she was, you know, like you got to sleep, right? <laughs> you know, sleep during the day. Yeah. But even through all of that, she supported me and believed in me. She was like my biggest cheerleader. Always has been. She's seen something in me that not many people did. Yeah.
0: Those, pecs, those pecs are different women. they it's great women. Right?
1: They they were raised right, you yeah. know, and they, they're amazing people. Yeah. And I, and I was very fortunate to have a lot of them in, in my corner, right? Especially my wife. It was like going into it blind, blind belief, right? Okay, I jumped in. Literally, like, you know, I'd already been in the industry, so I was like, well, this should work, right? Mm-hmm. But I told myself that I will not take a customer from my previous employer. I will start from scratch. Well, it wasn't, wanted to separate yourself. Right, I you wanted know. to separate myself because, you know what, I built that last company for over seven years, right, almost seven years. So I, I need to prove to myself that I can do this from zero and be my own hero, right? Yeah. But what happened was they, uh, they didn't like that idea, right? They didn't, no, like, they, didn't. Uh, they didn't like me not being there, right? Yeah. So I jump, I jump out the gate. I got, I got two or three customers lined up, like brand new customers. People I, I went and seeked out, right? People I never worked for. And you're talking about 16 year history in this area, and it's like I had to not touch anybody, right? I had to go find new. That's tough, man. You got to start fresh after right. having
0: this whole book of business that you yeah. built over.
1: You build an entire book of business and start yeah. over, dude. That's rough. But you know what? It was exhilarating, right? Because I was challenging myself. I hadn't challenged myself in years because I was always at the top. Mm-hmm. You know, I was running companies, right? I built them and ran them. Now I gotta do it for myself because guess what? I'm responsible for payroll. Right. I'm responsible if I'm gonna get a paycheck that week. Yeah. I'm responsible for for every dollar.
0: Paying off all this equipment you just bought.
1: Dude, right? It's like and, and so that was that was the crazy part. So we, we got into it and instant take off man yeah, like I, remember. I don't even know how right all god willing because dude one after the next i'm three months in. i had to build another rig yeah and i'm like oh dude what what's going on right like okay you know usually most people are building a second rig like three four years down the road right dude i'm second rig and i'm like looking rig, at
0: warehouses three four like, months in mm. like
1: i signed a lease you know for like a year on this first one I'm like that's not enough no space after you know three months yeah and it's like dude what am i gonna do right but I was like a one man operation at the time because I tried to continue to run things like I have in the past, like be not so much a control freak, but if you want it done right, just kinda of do it yourself mindset right. and not focus on allowing other people to help me. But I got consumed doing it. So we got instant success, right? And 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 I still didn't feel proud or fulfilled. I just got caught up in the everyday and grind of day to
0: day better and bigger
1: and yeah, I fell into the trap, man. Yeah. I fell into the trap that, like, you got to go big or go home, right? It's kind of like I, I said in the last film, and, right, we you know, we threw an, a clip out there. It's like I set this bar. Mm-hmm. And people set this bar for me in the past. Well, I, you know, honestly have set my own bars, mm-hmm. and then I continue to jump them. And, and like I said last time, it's like I don't care how high it is. I'm going to jump it, right?
0: right?
1: Dude, that was my downfall. So we had quick, early on success. In the first 10 10 months of business, right, I did $700,000 more in sales than I did in my best year. That's the last company. And at the last company in 10 months. Yeah. That's how quick it took off. Like we became like just an overnight success. And it's like year after year, right? Year three comes around. Dude, my my entire life mm-hmm. is collapsing before my eyes. Right, my relationship's tanking. My relationship with my wife, with my kids, dude.
0: Being an entrepreneur, it, there's you kind of have to have this mindset of this is the only thing that matters.
1: Right. If I
0: want it to be successful, I have to put my all. Right. It comes before family, kids, yourself.
1: Right. And, and, and that's that's where we all fail, mm-hmm. right? All of us entrepreneurs out there, we fail, yeah, right? And it's like, you know, I can speak on that to the people who aren't even starting to be an entrepreneur yet, but they have the mindset like, yeah, dude, I can do that, right? right. Which we want people to be that way. We want you to have a goal. We want you to have a dream. We want you to do it. But we don't want you to lose sight. Mm-hmm. Do not lose sight of what's important. And what's the most important thing, Eric? Family. Family, right? Yeah. I lost sight. Right. right, my wife preached it every day. Yeah, you're gonna miss this. They're getting older. They're getting older, right? Tell me about my boys. Four boys, right? They want to throw a ball with daddy. They want to ride their bike. You know, they want to go on a family but walk.
0: When you're in the thick of it, it's it's almost not as significant. Like, I have to make this work, or
1: well, what happens it's is it's gonna fail. Your mind manipulates itself, right? Mm-hmm. And and I I say it's the work of the devil, right? You fall into this trap of that. You're going to be fulfilled if you can one day never leave your bank account. Right? Mm-hmm. To me, that I had goals early on in my 30s or my 20s, my 20s. If I didn't have a million dollars in the bank account at 30, that was like my 10-year goal. When mm-hmm. I turned 20, I was like, dude, million dollars in the bank by 30. Lambo, big-ass house. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't measuring it off the money port part. I was like, you know, those are the kind of things I want for myself to feel successful. But, you know, what was not in that goal? having a happy family, a happy right. wife, right?
0: Those things are priceless.
1: They are because you know what, when your business fails and, and 95% of the time they do mm-hmm. guess who is probably not there when it fails, right? Your wife and your kids. Cause they divorced your ass, you know, they, yeah. they literally will, you know, it happens every day. An entrepreneur falls victim to, to the trap. They fall victim and get divorced. Um, you know, you can't expect your wife to sit there at home, tending to the kids. Waiting, waiting for you to
0: fulfill your dreams.
1: Right. You know, it's like it, it be, it's, you know, it starts off as our dream. Right. And and my motivation has always been family. But I had a very misguided concept of what that meant. I thought that meant putting money in the bank account. Mm-hmm. You know, she goes pay the bill. She doesn't have to say, hey, honey, how am I going to pay this bill? Right. Because I did the paycheck to paycheck thing for a lot of years. But by year three, I stopped looking my bank account. I didn't have to. I had no. I had no. Uh, no idea why I felt not fulfilled. Right. Right.
0: So at this point, you come to the realization that it's a success. You're buying a bigger warehouse. Well, renting a bigger warehouse, more office space. You're buying new equipment. You're hiring people. Things are rocking and rolling.
1: Dude, three three years in, mm-hmm. we're four rigs deep. Yeah, you know we're we've moved twice at that point. Um, we literally were about to buy our own property, and it's like it just kept piling and piling and piling on. Right. Mm-hmm. So you go almost three years debt free. Right, we we're bringing in enough money with enough substantial growth and enough hard workers to pay for our equipment, dude. Three years in, we we basically have quadrupled since then, and stayed at four rigs. Right, right. We started having to bring outside talent. It's, but it just got so, just so monotonous, and I got stuck. Right, I got stuck in like. Like a time warp.
0: What's the next level? How do I make this bigger? Right. It's an endless pursuit.
1: And it is because my background Mm -hmm. is taking companies from zero to 15 million a year. I've been in mom and pops where they they start off 500,000 on average in income. And I leave 15 million in income. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I'm good at, Mm -hmm. you know? So, it's like I walked into this not believing in myself. Next thing you know, we've done 20 million in revenue, Right. I could not prepare myself for that, yeah. right, because that was bigger than my any success I ever had with anybody else I ever worked for, and I had nobody behind me to catch me while I was falling, yeah, dude, I fell in a deep, dark depression right it's It's consuming, dude, it takes all of you, dude, I got massively consumed. when you're
0: trying to one man show it,
1: I did, and it's like I kept picking up the pieces, right, picking it up right. I picked up the piece at work, but my wife kept picking up the piece at home. Mm-hmm. You know you know how many times I had to tell my kids tomorrow? We'll do that tomorrow. We'll go Let's there see. tomorrow, right? I'll read you a book tomorrow, right? And then you learn, on the flip side, how many times your wife had to tell your kids that, uh, why daddy's not home, mm-hmm. right? How do you tell your kid daddy's at work every day, right? They get to the point where, like, does daddy even live here? You know what I mean, like, and I I tried to have the most amazing relationship with my boys, but if it wasn't my wife, dude, I don't know what kind of relationship I would really had. She, you know, she never lied to him, but she never really like said, "Hey, daddy's like a workaholic, right?" You know, daddy's an entrepreneur stuck in, in the wrong views, chasing success, right?
0: And it's a, a never ending bar of success. Right, you reach one level. You want the next. You yeah. reach that level. You want the next.
1: Exactly. So now I'm 18 years right now. I'm sitting here 18 years in this industry, right? I've got 12 years on my own. And
0: 12 years and 20 million dollars in the book of business.
1: Yeah. And I'm That's like, huge. and I'm still looking at what's the next level. But mm-hmm. guess what? Four months ago, five months ago, dude, my life changed. It got, I got hit by a freight train, dude. Spiritual freight train, right? Mm-hmm. God's like, dude, I'm going to give it to you, but I'm going to take it away. So literally the last three years, I've just been battling myself. You know, my own deep, dark thoughts. right? Stuck in just like a shell of a human. Which
0: most people, well not most, but a lot of people go through. But when you're managing this huge thing, it's got to be that much more taxing.
1: It is because, guess what? Remember when I said my heart is my, my base downfall? Well, I care about the people that work for me. Yeah. Right? If I fail, they're going to fail, right? They can go get new jobs, right? They, they fail. Their families
0: fail. Exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah. You know, we, we pride ourselves on people sticking around because we take care of them. You know? I got, you know, betrayed. I got, you know, run over, abused. Like, when I say abused, it's not physical abuse, but it's like... Walter will do it. Walter would do it. Walter would do it. You know? Because I would, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody else would take the extra, you know, time to do that type of stuff. Right. And sure it may be more successful in their eyes, but then they abuse you, right? And so but that started happening here too, right? You get to the employees start abusing you, right? To the point where they know that you have such a good heart that they can, you know, wreck your shit. They can, you know, start take
0: advantage money. everywhere they can. Right.
1: You know, we ran into so many, so many hardships after year three. Like, you know, we had a hundred thousand dollar theft in one year. Right. Right. We started having yeah. equipment stolen.
0: Just because you were so trusting.
1: Yeah. Right. So, but that's where the abuse comes from. Right. So the people close to you start abusing you. Yeah. Right. But you're a shell of a human. Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention. You know? So in the last four or five months, dude, when my life has changed, I'm like, i got to do a podcast. I need to help save people from the mistake that so many people like me make. Right. Right? Share your knowledge. That's And that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you can do $20 million, right? But I didn't feel fulfilled. Yeah. I didn't feel anything. You know, I could literally buy.
0: Which is so big because people, you know, we get lost in thinking that once <laughs> I get this money, that's... I'll be happy that's right. everything that's right. all that's all i need and, and, and i'm and you get there and it's it's not what you thought it was no it's,
1: but I mean, you don't know right because no. you're stuck right you know because you get you start getting it's like it's like think about your work history right mm-hmm. you, you go get a job let's just say the guy goes and gets a job at taco bell right it's easy for him he actually likes the people that are around him he gets in a groove Fast food for some of my
0: favorite jobs. Right? They're fun. Yeah, you're, you go stick some food in the back. Messing around, there. you you get free food. Dude,
1: yeah. I, Subway Jerry, Subway Jerry was bullshit because I got fat working at Subway. Dude. Like I put on like thirty pounds eating Subway. You're you're eating a foot of bread right. with every yeah exactly <laughs> exactly. I'm like, there, dude, there's no way that's happening. I'm like, that's okay, helpful. if he's doing a six inch, he's yeah. lying, right? He's right. he's doing like there's no way, no one's full. He's he's, he's eating inch. surgery. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know what his deal was besides you know weird stuff little girls Right, <laughs> it's like you know evil man right yeah. but I got fat on Subway dude. Mm-hmm. and I worked breaking or Subway like dude fast food is great mm-hmm. right but you go get a job at uh, Taco Bell yeah it's easy right you like the people that's around you right you're not really working hard no you clock in you clock out and that's it you're exactly. done exactly so guess what there's people there who stay there for years and years and years because it's easy yeah. You and I both know people who worked the same place for 18, 20 years. Mm-hmm. It wasn't their dream. It wasn't their goal. But there. guess what? Complacency will keep you there. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because there's a lot of people will go into something that they, it was not their dream. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: But it's safe.
1: It's safe. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, right? Who are entrepreneurs in spirit. But they want to own a bakery. They want to mm-hmm. own a taco shop. Food truck. Right? You got me talking about food. So I'm like, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I'm right? So it's like, but they want those dreams, but they don't know how to get there. But right. guess what? They're going to get there one day and some won't because they don't have anybody mentoring. Right? Or the wrong person mentoring.
0: But I almost feel like it's, it's almost a personality trait or like ingrained in you. If that, if you want it bad enough, you're going to make it happen.
1: Right. I think you will. Um, I think people also get stuck in the, the process of, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have $500. I don't have $1,000. But you know, you know actually, the, the biggest thing that kept me from ever doing my own was <clears throat> how are we going to live? Right? If I don't work and yeah. she's staying home, how are you paying yourself? How, how are we going to live? Because, <clears throat> excuse me, if it doesn't work, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So you take a risk on yourself, mm-hmm. but how are you pay your bills? Because the everyday American does not have more than like four to $5,000 in your savings account.
0: That's, that's being generous. That is being
1: generous. You know how long it took me to get $4,000 in my savings
0: account, dude?
1: Yeah. Dude, I think it was like the year before I started this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I drained all of it, and I think I had like two grand left when I started the company. Yeah. But I knew my wife was going to go to work. And we, we were in an okay spot where our bills weren't astronomical, but we weren't eating. We were paying them the mortgage. And the car payment, but we weren't going to eat if I wasn't successful. And and honestly, I didn't even think about that. I just said, you know what? You're good at this. You can do it. Um, even though I didn't believe in myself, I still pep taught myself. But the people out there who never take the risk, right? No risk, no reward. Mm-hmm. I want them to take that chance. I want them to believe in themselves, right? Especially if they don't have anybody. But I want them to come talk to us. Right. Come talk to somebody who is literally pleading to you right now.
0: Somebody who walked that path. Right. Right.
1: I've walked that path. I don't look at my bank account all the time. Right. I should, but I don't. Yeah. You know, and and it's a good feeling in a way. But, dude, I lost so much. My son graduates next week. Right. Right. My baby boy.
0: Like you don't even really know who that person is. Like dude, you it's don't like, have a real connection with
1: him. It's like <clears throat> by the time I got my, my shit together, dude, and we're talking five months ago, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's already 18. Right. My poor son lost so much of his father through this process. But it wasn't even just when I did it for myself, dude. His, old, his whole childhood, dude, his whole life with me, mm-hmm. I've been chasing something. Right. And I was chasing it for other people. I was chasing success, right? Not entrepreneurship, but success because I treated every company I worked for like it was mine. But people want to follow their dreams. I want people to follow their dreams. But I do not want people to fall into the trap that most entrepreneurs fall into. I think it's,
0: it's more than uh, just success, though. People want recognition. They want to feel satisfied, like people admire them. Of course, they want the financial success, but they yeah. want... They want that feel. They think it's gonna bring that feeling of, okay, I've made it. I'm somebody. I'm complete. But I don't, I don't think it ever really gets to that. You had that's like an inner thing that you have to find.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what I'm telling you. For somebody that who did get the success, right? I got the success quick, fast. Excuse me. And um, I wasn't mentally prepared, right? It's taxing. It was taxing. You know, and and like it will haunt me forever. The my family's loss, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like my wife put it to me one time, uh, not too long ago. She said, "It's like it's almost easier to be divorced than to be married to somebody that's never home." And and that dude that hits that hits hard, yeah, right. But then that makes me think about all the people who did do this, right? Who followed their dream or just stumbled into something like me? Did really well at it, but lost sight. Right? You you never lose sight of your family because you can go broke. You can fail fifty companies. Mm. Guess who's there? Your kids, your wife, right? Your your mom, your dad, your grandparents. Like the people I think who about love that all you all the time. When you're on your deathbed, none of
0: this stuff is gonna matter. No. It's just those people in that room. Yeah, that's all that matters.
1: Right. So you're you telling me that you're not going to take your Lambo to the, the funeral while you're dead?
0: Oh, I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm gonna. You gonna be gonna, buried in it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, with like with my Gucci shoes, you know, off. right? Like in the Gucci store, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it. But that's the thing. Everybody has a different measurement of success, right? Right. It's we know people. That, yo, know, he's got Lambo, right? And yeah. this. So here, so here's an example. The other day, I was, I was online. And, and this entrepreneur posts his ad. Mm-hmm. And, and, it was, and he's basically, he's, he's similar to us. Like, he just wants to speak the truth, right? And he wants to show you how to do it. Right. And he said, the guy posted up with a Lamborghini has 2 million followers, right? And he put a link to a guy's page, right? The guy's page, he's a complete asshole. He's yeah. like, get off your fucking ass. Go buy an apartment building with the $50 you have in your bank account and you right. can't get you know, formula for your baby, but go buy this apartment building, and then you know what? In a year, refinance that apartment building, buy another one, another one, another one. Because I've got a private jet, I've got a Lambo, I've got all this shit, right? But people follow that, right? Well, it's a clickbait strategy.
0: They see the Lambo, and they're locked in. Right. Uh, this guy has to have the answers,
1: right? Oh, absolutely. But then this other guy, right in this post, mm-hmm. who's who's plugging his homepage? He's got two hundred thousand followers, but his message is clear. So what does that tell you about what the world wants right now? What are they measuring their success on? Yeah. Fancy cars, watches. Dude, I would give up everything I own.
0: But you can't... It's so hard to change your perspective until those things are available to you. And you realize they don't bring you the satisfaction that they, you thought they would.
1: Right. Because you know what? Every single person reinvents the damn wheel. Right? Mm-hmm. It happens. I have been told... By people over the years that, hey, you know what? Especially my wife. She's like, you know what? You're going to miss this. They're only young for so long. I'm saying, like, I don't have regrets. I live with no regrets, right? Bullshit. Dude, I cry now. Yeah. I cry, I cry over these regrets, right? I'm like, I would literally, you name something I own, I give it to you if you can give me 10 years back with my kids, mm-hmm. right? I give up all of everything that I have right now. I would literally donate this entire company to charity if you can give me 10 years back with my kids. Yeah, I don't care. You know, but you're right. People who have not yet had that most that, that financial freedom, they're still measuring it based off of money. Right. Money is success. It's
0: not. You know
1: what I mean? It's
0: not. It's just not. The real success is freedom.
1: Freedom. Yeah. Financial freedom, freedom right? But guess what? Not you only do.
0: financial freedom, but freedom with your life. To do. You know. To not be. You can have financial freedom, be able to afford your bills. Right. But still, you know, you're putting in So you can eight say as far as
1: like vacations, like you have your own no, hours set like, to like to
0: elaborate. Do whatever you want with your life.
1: Okay. So thinking about that. So all the time? right. So so for you, right? Mm-hmm. So what's your dream?
0: What's my dream?
1: Yeah, give me your dream. Like, uh, right now, Eric, you have all the money. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna go
0: do? I want some property.
1: Okay.
0: And I want to do whatever tickles my fancy that day.
1: All right. What's your entrepreneur dream? My what? what, what, what if you can do one business right now, what would you do? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? That's tough. Okay.
0: That's. I mean, I'd like to sell paintings. I'd like to, All right. to make a taco business. All right. I mean... East tacos Come on by I've had those tacos
1: I'm like Nobody has the tacos Like you tacos Right (laughs) Right. Exactly
0: (laughs) I mean just things That make me happy And make other people happy
1: Right How many people Do you know That have The ability to sit On their ass Right They Mm -hmm. have land They have property They're just out there Doing whatever Tickles their fancy Name one guy right now Nobody Right you think going in his private jet? I mean, that's is why sitting on his ass anymore. A dream
0: is supposed to be right, but yeah, he's out
1: there preaching. Mm-hmm. Buy an apartment, right? I got the Lambo. I've got three private jets, right? Mm-hmm. I've got all of this stuff. I can literally get to this appointment in in Malibu from New York today and still get back home and play tennis or polo. Guess what? He's not doing those things. He is he is going from appointment to appointment, meeting to meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's jumping off his jet and then preaching this shit. To people. Right. Right? This is a dig, dude. But guess what? You're you're you're, you're motivating people based off false ideas, right? I want you to have the Lambo. Our, dude, our guest next week owns a fucking Lamborghini. Two of them. And he's in the spray foam business, but guess what? He's going to give you a whole new perspective of free time, family time. That's why he's on the show, because you know what? He did something I didn't do. He's got time. Hmm. Right, I don't know who mentored him or showed him the way, but he has such an abundance of time with his family, and he's as big as us, if not bigger. Right, so I think that comes from,
0: you know, like when we started, you were so, like you said, you you wanted to have your hands on everything because you want to make sure it's done right. I think as you grow and you want to get that time back, you have to delegate and kind of just put that. Right. With that responsibility on someone else. How's, I mean, you, how's that working you, for us? You built the machine. <laughs> just just let someone else be the cog in it.
1: Right, but then so so when you go into like owning a business, mm-hmm. there's so many different situations. Of course, right. Um, cash flow, sure. right. That's one. Being able to finance, have a good banker, right, dude. My banker, I, I, my banker has never called me once. We ran twenty million dollars to there. Mm-hmm. And more. They even called me once, right? Yeah, you should at least get some tips, treats, or something, right? You know what I'm saying, like, dude, you're using my money to finance other people's stuff, right? You, but you should have a lot of people in your portfolio, right? You should have all this help. But dude, we've hired so many people, and nobody wants to work. Yeah, people want to get paid hundred grand a year. They don't want to leave their house, right? So literally, you interview ten people, you get half a person.
0: I mean, to be fair, it's not an easy job. No, it's not it, an easy job. It takes job. a special person that's willing to. But every
1: entrepreneur is facing that. Yeah. Every company right now is facing that problem, right? So, mm-hmm. you take the normal stress of owning a company, and then now let's create post-pandemic stress, right? right? Where nobody wants to work, or everybody thinks their value is so high. Why do they think their value is so high? Because somebody's got a damn Lambo and owns a taco stand, mm-hmm. right? That Lambo's rented right? Everybody's doing it for clout. You've seen that private airplane on, on Instagram that the all the, you can rent. Yeah, you, you rent the back portion of the plane, yeah. right? It's a half a plane. Right. What are they doing it for? That's
0: genius. The right? guy who came up with that? Oh, that's absolutely. An <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. But that's, that's exactly it. But everybody wants to flash, flash, flash. Right? So all of these kids, and my kids included, they literally live off likes. They live off everybody else's life, right? Recognition. Exactly. So what do you think an entrepreneur does before they become an entrepreneur? Just chasing recognition. Exactly. Yeah. Recognition and shit. Right. Right. I get more stuff. Right. Exactly. I need more stuff. Dude. Yeah. I, I spent two, three hundred thousand dollars a year on toys. Right. Yeah. In one year. Yeah. I use those toys like twice. Right. And then I sell them. Right. Because it's like. I can them. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Of course. And then you, you try to destroy <laughs> them. Right. In 50 seconds. But guess what? Yeah. Did I feel fulfilled? No, of course not. And you know what? Half the toys I've ever bought are for me to have time with my family. Did I have more time with my family? Mm-hmm. No. Did I hire more people to delegate? Yeah. Did that work out? No. Right? Because nobody's ever going to do it like you're going to do it. That's right. why most entrepreneurs can never leave. Right? Take some of these, these 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 motivational speakers. Their entire platform is them. They can't sell that business. Right? I did a business evaluation on this company.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, I lost a million and a half dollars in evaluation
0: mm-hmm.
1: purely because I am the business. Yeah. Dude. Without you, it's nothing. Right. So, how does that make you feel? Right. You work your ass off, right, to maybe one day sell it, right? Maybe. That's if it doesn't go out of business, right? But most people that get to our size can be sold. But now you have a whole nother problem. Now you got to hire somebody who's going to do it just as well as you are and mm-hmm. not ruin what you've built. Because guess what? That's the worst part. You lost all that time in your family, right? Focused on all the wrong ideals to sell a company who's based off of you. Right. So, you know, it's, there's, what do you have? Like, literally, what do you have? And that's the thing. Like, I want land, right? Yeah. I want 5,000 acres, right? Why want to you let
0: me just post up and do
1: what I want? On dude, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going to put okay, half a cockpit... You well, know, that's all I need. Exactly, right? Yeah. You know? Dude, I'll take you back to my twenties. I had a dream board. That's a long time ago. Yeah, dude. This is like forty something years ago, right? You know, hey, calm down. I'm 37, dude. So and you're like two years younger than me. Okay. So you might look like a child, but right. you're a man child. Yeah. Right? He shaved for this, guys. He shaved for this. Absolutely. He really did. Right. Good cheekbones. He missed a spot on the left. Good skin. Right. Dude, that's it's not fair. Yeah. Right. That's because your stress life's not. See, you're 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 welcome. I made your life less stressful. I don't think so. It's yeah. stressful. You know what we should I talk just about. Don't, I don't
0: weather like other people do.
1: You know these people. These people are listening to me. Mm-hmm. But what you should do is tell them when I tried to bring you in, to run it, to help mm-hmm. me, and how we both got fucked. Like it was a nightmare. Right? It's like
0: I could not. There's so many different avenues to to focus on that. It. Completely consumed me. It, it ruined my work-life balance and destroyed me.
1: Right, it's, it's awful. Yeah, and, well, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want to do that to people, right? Mm-hmm. And and when you're when you're coming up in the business and you're learning, right? I had to learn for myself, dude. I had no mentors,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? I've had people. Once you have money, dude, people come out the ward work and want to be your mentor. Of course, you know. Hey, let's show you how you buy this and buy that and buy this and buy that, right? That's the only mentors that show up for me right now. Yeah. That's why we're doing this, right? Because I hired people to try to do this, to try to help me, to try to make more time for my family, right? Especially in the last five months. And and honestly, I had to just stop. I had to just start giving everything to God, dude. I had to literally back off and stop worrying about the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. That alone gave me time for my family. Right? Right? I've hired people. People quit. You know, we're continuously hiring people to try to find more management do that kind of stuff, right? But literally, just my mindset change and just being like, look, God, you got this? Let's make it happen, right? I'll do everything you want. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever you need. Giving thanks every day, right? As soon as I changed that mindset five months ago, dude, I personally, for myself, I stopped worrying about it. Yeah. So, but, in the grand scheme of things, you can do this if you listen.
0: So with your knowledge that you have now, what would be your advice for someone who wants to become an entrepreneur, chase their dreams, and how do they not succumb to the same things that you did? How do they keep a good work-life balance? How do they
1: not chase an unreachable goal? You know the number one thing I would tell people: what do it with your wife. If you if you got a wife, involve her. It, it depends, depends on your wife. Don't listen to that. Uh, no, I know. I don't right. think so, right? Yeah, because, because I think uh, wives can play an amazing role. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, what, like my wife and I, we have this joke that my head's always in the clouds, mm-hmm. and she she'll be my my dream crusher, right? Mm-hmm. But dude, that saved us from like financial struggles, right? Yeah. She's kept me out of the clouds. I would have had you know. 15,000 acres next to Kanye West if I had my way. Right. You know what I mean? We would have been slinging Yeezys together. It's, it's, there's always something, you know? Because I was always that mindset, dude. We can rent RVs. We can rent jet skis. We can buy boats and rent those out. We can buy timeshares. We can do this, this, and this. She's like, uh-uh. Right.
0: You got enough to focus
1: on. Right. Don't do that. But if people go into it with their spouse, mm.
0: legitimately, if they,
1: if they involve their spouse, one, you're going to stay connected in that relationship. Two, right. so they're going to help ground you from spending too much time at work because they're able to help you. So what if
0: you're not married? Would it just be having a partner?
1: You know, depending on the business, right? If yeah. you, obviously, if you're a freelance photographer, it doesn't make sense, right? So like, if you're a freelance photographer or something that's an a individual-based business, right. I say focus on your time management, right? Don't focus on I need five grand a day. Focus on okay, I'm gonna go do this gig. It takes me five hours to edit that. This is how much time I can do. So I can do three gigs a week and still have Saturdays, Sundays off. Yeah. Or if I'm gonna work Saturday, Sunday, I'm taking Tuesday, Wednesday off. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure you set it two days a week to your family. Like minimum. And try to be home by five, right? There's there's realtors out there, right? Dude, a realtor, it's that's an opportunity, right? Because everybody wants to look at a house on the weekends, mm-hmm. on a holiday at of night. Of course.
0: They're free time.
1: Dude, at some point, we'll have a realtor on the show so they can so they can tell us their struggles, right? Because how do you balance that? Most people can balance their work life. But in most trades, you have to want to. You have to want to balance it, right? And I don't know if it was me, if it was about not wanting to balance it, or if I just got so consumed with, like, dude, if I work two more hours tonight, that's the last thing I do the next morning, mm-hmm. right? Because guess what? That doesn't work. You can work two more hours it's right never now. It's a never-ending job. It is. Because now, when I, when I stop thinking about it and stop stressing about things, it got a little bit easier to manage, right? I got happier. I'm happier than I've ever been in the last five months of my entire life, right? It has nothing to do with money. I literally sold half of the toys that I had. Right. It's not even about that. I don't care because I'm spending time with my family, I'm reading bedtime stories to my youngest kids, right? You know, and, and it sucks because my oldest kids really needed that.
0: They got gypped.
1: They got gypped. Yeah. Their mom stepped up, but dad didn't. You know, sure, they they got cars, they got clothes, you know, they had a great life. Are they going to remember those things? Are they going to remember those moments? No, because yeah, I, I could tell you personally that my dad worked a lot, and I don't have any ill to somebody that works that hard. But he never took me fishing. Mm. I've got trauma there, dude. Legitimately trauma for myself. Yeah. Because I did not have a father figure in my life to go do certain things. Yeah. You know? When him and I lived in Europe, it was just me and him for a little while, dude did he when we first started, did ice cream shop every night. We ride a bike, go get Italian ice cream. Amazing. I still remember. I can still taste it right now.
0: What was your flavor? I
1: don't know. What? I mean, it was white chocolate. <laughs> it was white. <laughs> I don't know. White ice cream I can't whatever. think about it right now, right? I'm just like, you know. And, and part of that's because it's, it's emotional to talk about it, right? Yeah. So it's hard to think about an ice cream flavor.
0: You're remembering the experience Exactly. So I'm
1: reminiscing as we're talking about it because, like, that's a fond memory of mine. Mm-hmm. And I have several of those with my father. But my dad had to work, right? Yeah. He was working, 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 right? And he worked for somebody, you know? He was never an entrepreneur, but he still falls victim. And that's what's crazy about this, right? Everything we're preaching right now isn't just entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. People are workaholics. They're working for the man. They're working for themselves. They're chasing something. They, they are. Some so kind of what? satisfaction. What? I don't that's know. That's, that's the, the question. right? empty. But that's we're why we're chasing that's something. something. That's, that's the, the point I I of having yeah. guests.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's the point. Because we get perspectives from everybody else. I'm sure everyone that's, else will be a different reason. Yeah. But, it's, but that's what we need. We need to talk to those people and say, hey, what can we tell this audience? What is your biggest mistake? Right? Mm-hmm. You know? Over the course of the show, right? M- months and years to come. Like, you're going to hear more tidbits and more information. And then we'll get to a point, too, where we can help create mentorship programs to help people not struggle Making that choice, right? We want people to follow their dreams. We just want them to not lose sight of their entire life. Yeah, for sure. Because there's this quote I saw not too long ago. That's something that somebody said to me. They said, "Think about, think about your life this way. Think about all the people who would cry at your funeral." That's, who imp- that's the importance of life. I think about that all the time. Right? If, if you have people who are not going to cry at your funeral and you <laughs> know it, right, they're not that important to you. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like these followers on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Oh, I've got 2 million followers, right? How many of those going to cry for you?
0: Right. Unless
1: you're Michael Jackson, none of them. Right? Because they're just following you. You know, Half of them are bots. But, but people love that. that. Like You yeah, know what I mean? Like, they love that. It just goes back, back to the satisfaction, satisfaction recognition.
0: It's, it's like we're, we're looking for this outside love. Right. And appreciation.
1: And, and that that's the beauty part of this journey that we're going to go on, Eric. Mm-hmm. We're going to put my kids on the show. Oh, really? Dude. We're going like to put my kids, kids so. right? So we're, we're talking 18, 16, 14, 12, right? Right. So we're going to get perspective. But you know what's better? I think, and I think the way we'll end like one of these, uh, these shoots in like three or four weeks, we're going to put my wife on it. And, and I already told her this the other night. I was like, honey, I want you on the show. She's like, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> and I'm like, not. you know, she's like, she's like, I don't think it's a good idea. I said, why? She's like, you're not going to like what I have to say. I said, honey, you've been telling me it for 21 years since we've been together. I just didn't listen. But I think in this setting...
0: She would be able to uh, kind of elaborate on right. her feelings and She's like, ideas. She'll and be balling,
1: balling in, in in a minute, <clears throat> thinking about you it. You think right? so? I'll be balling because she can be ripping me apart. We should yeah. already know. I don't know. We should wait a while to have a, a no, show. Where we need that. Balling. We need that, right? Okay. We we need we that because you know, know what? We need the people out there yeah. who are willing to, ch- to to listen to us. To you know, even thirty minutes of this, mm-hmm. right? Listen to the struggles Of a work-life balance Sure Right Go get that million Go get that Lambo You know Sometime I'm gonna have that too Right But not without Family time
0: Yeah So
1: That's where it comes down to
0: yeah,
1: Absolutely I don't uh Yeah We can't give them all the Information all Right gotta wait till the next one Yeah, yeah. So Let's cause you know our producer Friday, he's probably looking at the clock. He's like, "Oh, you know what? You just said work-life balance. I got to get home." He's mm-hmm. like, "I got this bum ass knee from the basketball game last night." All right. And he's like, "Dude, I got to get home to my wife, my kids." And I'm like, "You know what? All right, you take your bum ass home." Yeah. All right. We'll we'll close it out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This yeah. one's dedicated yeah. to you, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh. I got so much on my plate. You know, I can't wait. I can't not
1: in my line, I'm just my money, don't know where I need all my ex-signs